Welcome back. We are the Christmas Chicas, a podcast dedicated to made-for-TV Christmas movies. I'm one of your hosts, Ariel, and I'm here with my co-host, Jules. Hello. Hi. Yes. Uh, today, we are going to be covering Boyfriends of Christmas Past and A Dickens of a Holiday. I have been looking forward to these movies for weeks. That's correct. Even though I, I forgot completely that we were... We were gonna have like our Dickens day, or Dickens, and it was your idea. To it have was a my, <laughs> it was my idea, and I com- it completely went over my That's head. That's fine. That's <laughs> fine. You know, we have a lot going on in our lives, but um, yeah. yeah, I've been. I've. I mean, I really held out on watching Boyfriends of Christmas Past until mm-hmm. like yesterday, mm-hmm. and. Dickens of a Holiday, I watched like the day after it aired, but I have been really excited about it up until this point. So I'm really thrilled to be talking about this. And I'm really curious what your thoughts are about it. Because you said this is going to be short for you. Like you don't have a lot of thoughts. Uh, <laughs> and I'm really curious why. Well, there there's a couple of things that you'll see while we cover okay. this these two films. But yeah, yeah. I, I watched Dickens of a Holiday the day it aired. And mm-hmm. I I was curious about everyone's expectations on it. And I remember mm-hmm. Boyfriends of Christmas Past being the first movie that that well, one of the first movies that Hallmark released. So it was kinda like a tone setter for yeah, most yeah. of the movies that we've gotten. So mm-hmm. it, it's interesting to see that these are like a couple of weeks away and we've had like a couple of boring ones, a couple of great ones. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's getting kind of hard to tell. Yes. I can usually tell <laughs> when something's going to be a dud or not, but I feel like I think the new I think whoever's doing the new cover art, the key art for these films is uh-huh. like bamboozling some of us, you know? <laughs> yeah. Some anyway, of how some <laughs> of them are really weird. Like the Christmas house one was completely like Oh, it's so awkward. He was yeah, like holding a hand like this and the other guy yeah. was like, Hey <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, it was so it was weird. just like a very awkward posture. It looked like they moved like they were naturally like that. It looks like they were photoshopped for their hands to be like that. I Maybe don't know. they photoshopped by an extra hand on They them. probably did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I hopefully that doesn't reflect the movie. It looks like a cute movie. But Yeah. Uh but how's your week going? Well, it's been pretty busy. I'm just mentally preparing myself for the last spider-man film so i'm, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. kind of like avoiding all spoilers trying to keep it sane keep it i heard nice. it was i heard that there i mean the first few reviews i saw that was that really favorable like they really liked it yeah it's got a hundred percent on rotten tomatoes so oh okay we well, gotta give it time but that's yeah. good yeah i'm having my expectations like eh, halfway there like we'll not see what yeah we'll see yeah. what's th- yeah, we'll see what happens. It's a good happens. strategy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a good strategy. That way you don't get your feelings hurt and stuff. And right. I'm, a, I'm a super fan. Of, like, I am a comic book fan 
and mm-hmm. and I love uh, the Spider-Man comics from when the very beginning. When did they come out? When's the movie come out? Uh, well, t- supposedly it came out today in some places, uh, but uh, I think they're having one. I'll premiere. go read the Wikipedia page and I'll tell you if it's yeah. good or not. <laughs> I won't spoil it, but I'll be like, that's after reading the plot, it seems like a good movie. <laughs> okay. I'll be prepared. I'm watching it on Friday, so it's like mm-hmm. a day after, or more, more or less like two days. Yeah. So hopefully I don't get spoiled on the big surprises. Yeah, stay off social media. Yeah, gotta delete Facebook. <laughs> well, <laughs> the app, not the. <laughs> The actual profile. But yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I have like a major case of senioritis this week. Like I do Mm -hmm. not want to do absolutely anything. Just and I go into work and I'm just like let's scroll on Instagram. Like I don't I don't want (laughs) anything. I feel like we should have vacation from Thanksgiving on. Yeah, I feel so too. (laughs) Even though I just just started working. I know. It doesn't matter. Your our brains are shot, man. There's yeah. so much going on in the world and I just I think I think it's unfair for them to demand us to do work this close to the holidays. <laughs> I agree. They should just like give us a, a couple of weeks <laughs> to emotionally prepare or emotionally yeah. like recharge. Recharge. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I'm at right now. So Let's hope um, by next week, I'll, by the time we record next week, I think I should be on vacation. Mm-hmm. So hopefully Yay. you'll see a change in my tone, my <laughs> my energy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Knowing I won't have work for a few, I won't have work for a couple weeks because um, I work on a college campus. They just shut down, thankfully. So Cool. So let's get started on our first movie already. <laughs> let's get it. <laughs> All right. So our first movie is Boyfriends of Christmas Past. It's a Hallmark movie starring Catherine Haina Kim, mm-hmm. I think is how you pronounce it. And starring uh, Raymond A. Black. And here is the synopsis from Hallmark. Marketing executive Lauren has always appreciated her best friend, Nate. After all, her father and stepmother adore him, and he's always there to support her with gingerbread and hot cocoa. Her favorites. She tries to be there for him, too, and promises to help him decorate the Christmas tree at the community center where he works. However, when Lauren's office is tasked with putting together a last-minute pitch for a client by Christmas Eve, she backs out. That night, she wakes at 2 a.m. to to a confusing surprise. The boyfriend she'd had as a teenager is in her apartment and hasn't aged a day. Just as he warms... Just as he warns, warns Lauren, <laughs> just as he warns Lauren, she is soon visited by three more ex-boyfriends who help her revisit past their Christmases together in hopes of getting her to see the pattern in her relationships. During these trips to her holiday history, I feel like whoever wrote this is like, <laughs> yeah, something twister. Up with- <laughs> During these trips to her holiday history, Lauren sees the one person she could always count on is Nate. But in the present, she is too scared to recognize the love that is right in front of her. She must learn from her past and open her heart or risk losing Nate forever. All right, Jules. What were your what were your thoughts going into this movie? What well, were you hoping for? Going in, I was hoping that Raymond Alblock would be 
who Ablek would be super charming because I loved him in Junia and Georgia. He's mm -hmm. very charismatic and he's got like I don't know like this mysteriousness to him in that show and mm -hmm. and I I saw the the poster and I was like oh this is gonna be fun this this looks like right. a really fun movie and I I like when they released the very first I think it was like ten a batch of ten movie or like Christmas previews before they gave us all the full list. Mm -hmm. I was happy to see that there was like uh it wasn't an all white cast that we had representation. Right. And mm -hmm. and I was really, really invested in that. After watching the film I I could you could say it's on on my okay list. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not completely in love with it like some of the movies uh, we've watched. But I didn't think it was bad. Like, I remember seeing that a lot of people thought that it was bad. Not as bad as Christmas yeah. Treasure, which happens to be, like, everyone's, like, I don't know, the one least that's... Least favorite. Been, yeah, least favorite <laughs> that I actually like, but... Uh, right. But, yeah, uh, this one... I, I thought it was okay. It was yeah. So good. I agree. I don't think it was bad, but I think it was frustrating. And yes. so that made it difficult sometimes to get through because you were like, uh, what are we doing here? Mm -hmm. I wish these characters were a little bit more. I wish the main character really was just a little bit more likable. She was irritating yeah, me for so most of the movie. <laughs> and oh I, God, like yes. like you, was also like mostly intrigued by the poster and by mm -hmm. the diverse cast. Like I was just curious about that. Mm -hmm. And I wish, I wish it was, I wish it was more fun than it turned out to be. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is one of those cases that the poster bamboozled us because we yeah. really thought that it was going to be sure. like, super fun. <laughs> and it was, yeah. you know, it's, I feel like sometimes I, I feel like this is the case also with the second movie we'll be reviewing in this mm -hmm. episode, mm -hmm. Dickens of a Holiday, where I'm letting my imagination run wild mm -hmm. after reading the synopsis and thinking mm -hmm. what a movie could be. Mm-hmm. Or looking at the cast and being like, this is a really good cast, so they must mm -hmm. have given them a really good movie. Why would they give a good cast a shitty... A bad, a bad script, <laughs> yeah. A bad script, you know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't they give them the best thing that they could find? Uh -huh. Or a ba or maybe just not even shitty, just like basic. Yes, you know? yes. Yeah. Standard. Why would you give someone who is... What, what we would call... A, a lacy Chabert movie in that yes it's she like all right so you have this great cast who you know is then capable of doing more complex and different and and tricky roles and mm -hmm. stories and giving mm -hmm. them something so so straightforward and, and kind of like standard hallmark yep so Completely i think agree. that was the case for both movies although i feel slightly different about Dickens of a Holiday, then I do this one. But we'll talk Me about too. that later. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Okay, so what were your thoughts? Of, we'll start with chemistry first. What were your thoughts about um, Raymond A. Black and Catherine Haina Kim's chemistry? I thought it was a good chemistry. Like, compared to maybe uh, Natalia and Matteo from last week, I thought this one was a bit stronger. 
Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel like we didn't spend a lot of time with uh, Lauren and yeah. Nate as a couple or as a, it, it felt almost one-sided for most of the movie. It was almost yeah. like she was she had her walls up all the way up. So if this um, was a romance novel, if this was a book, this would uh-huh. be women's fiction and not yeah. a, rom- a rom-com or romance. Like it's much more uh-huh. focused on her journey and the love story is threaded throughout, but it's not the main plot. Exactly. It's more about the character growth than the actual relationship. And I feel like right. we went we weren't expecting that relationship. Like even as a friends to lovers trope, we went we mm-hmm. were expecting, oh, she's gonna realize because she's gonna spend so much time with him and see how great he is. Like him being great, not not so he could get her attention, like Joe from Christmas Eve. Yes, of but, course, this um, guy. Yeah, yeah that guy. Um, but Nate, <laughs> Nate actually being um, a good guy who constantly uh-huh. gets ignored or put aside. And that was, I think, what both of us found really frustrating because we were oh, like... Yes. What is Here's going the thing, on? <laughs> it's like, you can interpret it as her friend zoning him, mm-hmm. you know, of like, she has made the decision that he is not a romantic interest of hers, mm-hmm. but the, which is like, fine, then be friends, but the thing is that she's not a good friend. Right, she's So it's not like, why are you continuing, what it is, is her like stringing him along, because it's not a balanced relationship at all, like he's there for her it all isn't. the time. He listens to her all the time. And every Uh time he talks, she is thinking about her job. She's like, oh, that's a great idea I just got for my job. I'm like, he's been having a conversation with you, you devil woman. (laughs) Right? Right? (laughs) Why are you so (laughs) self-absorbed and rude? I know. And when (laughs) he's trying to pour his heart out, and you're like, that's a great slogan. Um, (laughs) Excuse me. Yeah, I wanted to, at one point in the movie, I really wanted to slap her because I was like... Oh my God, so many times. Yeah, like uh, the way that uh, she didn't go to something that she knew was special to him, that mm-hmm. speaks a lot of... of not only did she not yeah. go, she just forgot. I was like, yeah. how do you forget something she, that he's been talking about? Right? It was <sighs> like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> At one point, I was also like, yeah, Nate, you deserve better. <laughs> yeah, I was like, go for Lily. Lily is cute. Yeah. She really likes you. Like, just leave this lady behind because yeah. she's got so many issues and she's not going to therapy for her. And so you don't have the time mm-hmm. to wait, you know, until she figures yeah. herself out. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was just annoying because like, so he's she's a bad friend. She's self-absorbed. She's not mm-hmm. really there for him in the way that he is there for her. Mm-hmm. And then he, she's also, like, aware of Nate's feelings. So she very much is stringing him along. If he's your friend and he, yeah. and you know that he has romantic feelings for you, say something. As opposed yeah. to, instead, instead he keeps going for it and you keep dodging it. I feel like she wanted the attention, maybe. Oh, <laughs> like, she just I can't wanted- stand her. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like uh, everyone else around her, the, uh, her other friend Susie was like, "He, have you ever been interested? He clearly has feelings for you." Like everyone is aware, she knows mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why put this man out of his suffering and just say you don't want to be in a romantic relationship with him? 
Exactly. Something. Instead of him constantly looking for reasons to try and talk to you and you, like, you know, ducking Mm -hmm. out of the situation. (sighs) I felt so bad for poor Nate. I know. Oh, um, and also, it helps that Raymond A. Black is just so dang cute. He yes. reminds me of like John Krasinski and Zachary Levi from Chuck. Yeah, yeah. Mixed I together. Know. Yeah. Like he kind of carries himself and he also kind of looks like them a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's yes. just like very sweet. And I think he's a really good actor. He so. is. It, and, and even in Ginny and Georgia, he also plays this type of character like the best friend the friend uh-huh. from childhood so he's got this innocence to him mm-hmm. he's kind of like uh, uh he's very sincere yeah he's so sincere and i feel like his it it really shows how good of an actor he is that that we're rooting for him from the very beginning. Like, right, yeah. It's like, we're we're just like, Nate, you are too precious for this world. <laughs> like, I know. And and it's it's really nice to see uh, an actor like him on Hallmark. I really hope that they bring him back. I would love that. Yeah, like him with Janelle Parrish. Oh my God, I'd, I'd love that. Yeah, hard eyes. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I I, um, I can't say the same for some of the boyfriends of her past. Some mm-hmm. of the acting there was iffy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I did like Logan, the one that proposed to her. Yeah, he reminds me like, so much of the prince in the a Christmas prince, kind of like in his face. I don't know. Uh-huh. But I liked Logan better. Because <laughs> like, I, yeah, I was like, like okay, yeah. well, I see why you almost married him and you were <laughs> for three years. He's cute. Yeah. And he was a good, I think he was a pretty good actor too. But there were some yes. iffy performances <laughs> the first. among the boyfriends. <laughs> and we spent so much time with the other boyfriends. So I was just like, Ugh. I agree. <laughs> and also, are we supposed to think that these boyfriends are her conscience? Like, or they are actually ghosts because I I, I think they're supposed the movie, to be like ghosts. I think yeah yeah yeah. Well, ghosts. Yeah, I think ghosts. That it's a dream, but it's like uh huh. I mean, that's how it is in the Christmas in the Carol Christmas too. Is he's Carol, sleeping and yeah. then the ghosts come to him. So yeah, I think it's all a dream, but they are part ghosts. of her. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> she's the possessed. ghosts are meaning they're from her. The ghosts meaning they're haunting. They're from her past. They're yeah. existing still after yeah. after the fact. I feel like if they were actual ghosts, we'd see it in Hallmark movies and mysteries because it was weird yeah. when they were waiting outside. I was like, I don't give a shit about them. They keep <laughs> Why are they back? <laughs> and also, felt, it felt very stalkerish, like very yeah. They were just watching like. out the window. <laughs> yeah. Like you Get could out of have... here. It's been like a year, dude. <laughs> yeah, just just let it go. <laughs> really? I agree. Yeah, so that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, even though I was on the fence with, with Nate and Lauren as a couple, mm-hmm. I did like the ending, the grand gesture when she, like, ditched the meeting and she goes and finds him. Yeah. But... Um, you shouldn't make out in front of your students. That's weird. Mm-hmm. That's that, that felt like a, a, a very awkward timing for a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ugh. But uh, that was really cute. And he was so happy when she finally confessed that I she know. loved him back. The confession between them, though, was giving me Jim Pam. Yeah, it, it felt very Jim you know? Pam-like. 
I felt also, so bad for like, him. The camera work in this movie reminded me so much of the Mindy project. Like some of the mm. shots felt like uh, how they used to shoot the Mindy project. So I was kind of feeling that. Uh, like mm-hmm. it, it was very interesting to see that as opposed uh, like what we've seen so far in Hallmark. So I applaud that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. What else worked for you? Uh, Appa, like. Her dad mm. was so her dad was so cute, cute and so supportive, and it was like all her scenes with him were what actually made me care for Lauren <laughs> because mm-hmm. she she just had like she opened her heart to him, and we saw more about like how her mother left them and how that is part of the reason why she's the way she is. Doesn't justify mm-hmm. her though, but still yeah you know what's interesting is that i do get like this is a very well-structured script Mm -hmm. in terms of like motivation and Mm -hmm. conflict and like her character's growth and you you do really get to see a map of how she has avoided commitment and where that stems from with her mom abandoning her and like her leaving before someone leaves her whatever the situation is like Mm -hmm. whatever is tapping into her whenever someone tries to commit to her um so it's like that's what's also frustrating it's like this script is well written yeah (laughs) it's just it's just it's just typical that's all there's nothing special about it no i feel not very much i agree like i feel like they could have handled the boyfriends of christmas past or like in a different yeah. that felt more uh magical or more mm-hmm. like quirky they could have done a lot more with that like maybe her talking to one of them in front of uh of Nate would have been a, a really funny scene mm-hmm. or something like that um i also felt like uh i while i liked that they mentioned a lot of uh korean food and and like some of the culture in there, I felt like it was just like the, I don't know, like uh, sprinkles of it. It wasn't. Uh-huh. We didn't see much of that, and I feel like compared I was to expecting- other movies we've watched this year, definitely yeah. it was light. It was light. They definitely mm-hmm. incorporated it in there, but and I, I mean, it was nice to see, like always, to see family members of color. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Since that's not always the case. <laughs> no. One person and then, you know, we don't see people around them. Agree. But yeah, this was light. This was like very, like you said, mm-hmm. it was sort of sprinkled in. But um, there are other movies that have done a lot, a lot more with representation. Yeah. I mean, we saw that with uh, Sugar Plum Twist. We saw right. more of the culture. And that gave us an idea of like uh, the personality of the not only the character but in general of the movie like what what this movie is bringing the the new flavor that we are expecting from hallmark mm-hmm. I, I believe like we want that we want that feeling of oh, okay they are re- they really care about the culture they really care right about, right not just like on the basis like oh we're, yeah we're just gonna well, add I- this I did look up this movie and like mm-hmm. the writer. So the writer, her name is Lisa Parson, and I believe mm-hmm. she is Korean because oh. she 
had a, I mean, there's a picture of her. She mm-hmm. looks Asian. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also she was like involved in another TV show that was, that was like a Korean adaptation. Mm-hmm. So I do think that um, even though I don't see it written anywhere, that I believe that she's most likely Korean and that's why mm-hmm. she in, was involved in this too. And this is an adaptation of a, a book. A book. Written yeah. by um, a white woman and it's like white characters. So then um, they've added it yeah. in. So I think this is her trying to incorporate it, but it's not the original, mm-hmm. um, you know, content. Mm-hmm. And so maybe this is her, because she's not doing it from scratch, she's adapting somebody else's work. This is what she could do with that. Yeah, and also maybe Hallmark didn't want, wasn't so sure how it was gonna get gonna be received. So maybe they didn't give mm. them give them like a maybe. full freedom with with the script. We really don't know. Like we don't yeah. know if this was pre. We're also uh, speculating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything is speculation in here. So <laughs> yeah, I agree. But I did like that we had, like, the actors that we had, the two lead actors, I love that we had two Asian actors, we had South Asian male lead and an Asian um, female lead, and so we have, and they're both, like, strong actors, I love that we Mm. got that represent, we had them as leads, and that I hope they come back, I hope they get another opportunity, because I did enjoy them, even if their characters frustrated me. And the yeah. story frustrated me. <laughs> and there was a little sprinkling of diversity among the boyfriends and, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, the parents. So it was it was good representation, but it could they could have done more for sure. Agree. Um, I agree with you that I liked the dad. I also liked the stepmom. I thought she was really yeah. sweet. She was so sweet. And I liked her friend Susie, who was like the voice of reason the whole movie. I was like, listen to your friend. <laughs> Just listen to her. You're so obnoxious. <laughs> um, and I like the one year later scene because I love a good epilogue. And it's nice to know that she broke her habits. Like it's confirmed. confirmed. She's not a Illuminati confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So I like that, you know, we know that when time came that she didn't run away another time that she, you know, I said agree. yes. Also, you, you know how I knew that I was going to love Nate from the start because one of his very first lines was uh, pineapple on pizza slander because <laughs> they were talking about how uh-huh. she likes pi- pineapple on pizza first of all and he, she said, he said pineapple and pepperoni now that yeah. I've never heard of and I would never <laughs> eat however <laughs> yeah. pineapple by itself or pineapple with ham or Canadian bacon uh-huh. I could literally eat forever Okay, I love pineapple <laughs> on pizza no, I'm a total anti-pineapple pizza. <gasps> oh my gosh. I, <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like we have different... I feel like it's a biological thing. Like our taste buds are different from birth or something. <laughs> I feel so too. <laughs> <laughs> like some people some people have like a gene where it's like when they eat cilantro, it tastes like soap. Mm-hmm. And for other people, it tastes... I think that's it's the a, same thing with pineapple on pizza. I agree. Like I also our bodies love, just react differently to it. <laughs> I love olives on pizza, so a lot of people don't like olives. Like oh. you're, you're, you guys aren't seeing Ariel's face, but she's making like a, <laughs> and I like. <Yeah>. It. <laughs> okay. Anything else that worked for you? Um, I felt like, uh, 
we saw so much of uh like aside from the fact that Lauren wasn't like um was was unlikable the fact that we saw so much character development on her on her side i felt like mm -hmm. seeing that a woman of color gets this type of development like even though it she frustrates us and all the fact that we're having a main character of color who isn't completely likable is is like progressive yeah, in a way yeah. because and we, we do get her like she makes yeah, sense yeah you know exactly. what i mean yeah and i feel like that is so important because so many times when you're showing a movie or tv show with a female character of color specifically and that character is super perfect it's like you're putting some expectations know, like expectations mm -hmm. or for like uh in real life uh women women of color have to be perfect and i feel like right. uh it's very important to show that it doesn't have to be like Mm -hmm. Why? Why should we live? Or well, uh, I'm I'm white, but I'm a Latina. So, um, uh, but like, why should we? You have to live to those standards. And I felt like that that is very important that we saw this, and especially in like a Hallmark movie, like you don't expect that to happen. Yeah, Everyone is supposed it was to be nice perfect. to see a flawed character for sure. Mm -hmm. I agree. What What didn't work for you? What didn't Besides work for what me? Besides what we already <laughs> talked about, anyway. Just the fact that I wanted to see more of Nate and Lauren together. I just wanted to see, like, what does, uh, like, maybe a couple of flashbacks, or maybe, mm -hmm. like, just have them actually be together, have uh, important conversations, see why he likes her so much, and, and, why like just give a little bit more of that backstory i felt like also in the in the very first scene we see them playing trivia and mm -hmm. we see that they have a very strong bond but i feel like throughout the movie since we have her almost trying to uh keep her feelings aside for or just trying to friend zone him or whatever mm -hmm. uh we didn't really get like that romance that that i was expecting <laughs> right it's, it's it's basically because that. she was dodging it so it's yeah, like so, she was but, just so we, we're missing out too what the yeah. hell <laughs> yeah <laughs> no yeah i agree um yeah for me like i said it it just it's disappointing that they didn't do more with a, a fun idea mm-hmm Like, The Christmas Carol is such a classic story, so, like, that gives you so much room to do something different, and they did do something different, but it wasn't this wacky, you know, unique thing that we were, it was made out to be from, yeah. like, the previews and the cover art and the things like that, so <sighs> it wasn't, like you said, it wasn't the worst movie ever, <laughs> but... It sucks when you build something up in your head and then it's something else, you know? Yeah. 
Um, what would you give this movie for rewatchability? Out rewatchability, of five? I give it a three point nine. It's not okay. It, it, it's it's like it's not a four because I feel like I would definitely watch it again, but maybe it's not on the top of my list. It's just mm -hmm. there, like there for maybe one day I I feel like watching some like a Christmas movie and I just find it and I watch it but yeah it's not yeah that much for me I would give it a 2.5 so okay. it's not quite a three mm -hmm. it's like you know it's watchable mm -hmm. it's frustrating but it's watchable <laughs> it's not boring mm -hmm. but it is slow Yes. So <laughs> it's just like, you know, if I didn't have another choice and I was like, whatever, I'll play it in the background and not pay attention to it. But mm -hmm. I wouldn't seek it out and I wouldn't recommend it to somebody either. I feel like this sadly. is what we call a Thanksgiving dinner movie. Like last year we had a couple mm -hmm. of those where you're like, oh, this is a great movie to just have it in the background. And mm -hmm. yeah. while you're, or like when you, you have already had your Thanksgiving dinner and you, you just want to lay on the couch and. Right. Yeah. Maybe fall asleep in the middle of it and be okay <laughs> yeah. about it. You're like, yeah. whatever. I didn't need to finish that movie anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> I agree. All right. Okay. All right. Well, that's Boyfriend of Christmas Past. Um, we have one more movie for you, which we will cover after the break. All right, we are back um, with another movie. Uh, we're going to be covering uh, Dickens of a Holiday, which is a Hallmark movie starring Brooke, Brooke D'Orsay and Christopher Polaha. And Jules, why don't you read us the synopsis? Christmas Eve marks the 100th anniversary of Dickens Days in Dickens, Ohio, a Victorian festival that ends with the community theater's production of A Christmas Carol. However, when the lead actor is forced to drop out, director Cassie reaches out to Dickens' native and former high school classmate Jake, an action movie star who wants more serious roles in Hollywood. Work between Cassie and Jake is problematic at first, but the more they rehearse and take part in the holiday activities of Dickens' days, the more Cassie and Jake warm up to each other. It's up to director Ke Cassie, <laughs> Cassie to show Jake the actor he's kept capable of a serious leading, leading man role. In turn, Jake helps Cassie realize she's still the most likely to succeed, just in roles she never expected. A teacher, a coach, and a leader. All right, so... um. I was really looking forward to this one. Chris yes. Palaha and Brooke D'Orsay are two of my favorite Hallmark vets. I love their, I love like, I would say like 90% of their movies <laughs> I'm a fan of. This wasn't what I expected, but I did enjoy it. And I think it's a good movie. What about you? I <laughs> Why didn't. that face? Why that face, Jules? <laughs> I didn't like it. Oh, all. you're out of your mind. This movie was so good. <laughs> I didn't like it. Unbelievable. All right. What? All right. 
We'll dig into this. Well, let's dig into this. Okay, let's start with let's start with the cast. What are we thinking about Chris Palaha and Brooke Duarte together? If there's one thing that I liked about this movie, it was their chemistry. Yes. And they have a lot of chemistry. They work perfectly together. They have, uh, like, I don't know, like this magnetism to their mm-hmm. acting and stuff. And both gra- gave really good performances. And that's, that's what worked for me. <laughs> I I mean, I agree. I think they were a great pairing. I love to see them again. I think that this movie served us like a big heaping of romance, which I really appreciated. I feel like this was heavier on the romance than some of the other movies we've seen. These two, um, Jake and Cassie, were constantly flirting, which was so cute to me. They were always like, touching each other in little like 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 little ways like she would put his hand on her ch- on his chest or he would like touch her face things like that like it was very romantic and then by the end of the movie they were basically like a couple they were like a married couple like they were just walking around arm in arm it was just adorable and i really liked that so i'm a fan <laughs> of romance <laughs> <laughs> i'm like great this is already a wonderful movie i like the this is like the trope of like the nerdy quiet guy who had a crush on a popular girl and she didn't, she rejected him. <laughs> and then he becomes this like heartthrob actor and he's always just sort of had a crush on her. That's really adorable. And then this is like his chance to impress her a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Bye, Jules, why? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I laughed so hard when he said that. Um, he was a legend. Honestly, I think Chris, P- I mean, we'll go into it later, but I think Chris Palaha really went for it with Scrooge and I liked it. I was like, good for you. Mm-hmm. He was not shy about it. And I liked the scene where she helped him like physically embody Scrooge and like, like she said, like go from the outside or the inside out. That was really, really sweet. And I really like, it was like super romantic and touching and a really well-written scene. So I thought they were together. They were great together. And I was just like loving them. Okay. You're, you're, I don't <laughs> like the face you're making. Just say what you didn't like about this movie. I. You're just, go ahead and say what you don't like about it. Cause you're just making faces while I'm talking. It's unbelievable. I'm sorry. Go. No, Tell me what you didn't everything, like. Everything, everything that you just said is completely true like i agree they had some incredible romance moments uh she helped him and like you said the tropes were great and all but i found it boring i found Mm. this movie boring like when i was watching it uh i had trouble i don't know getting into the setting in general maybe it's because uh i don't know like the general feeling of the movie didn't attract me much. I'm not much of a theater person. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, a lot of things didn't work for me. What worked for me was the uh, the acting when when he was, like, crying and, and she mm-hmm. she helped him. But other than that, I, I, I don't know. I, I found it boring. Like, All right. Here's what worked <laughs> for me. <laughs> Most of this movie, I really like this movie. So I love the growth that both of these characters go through. 
So, I mean, and I like both the characters individually. I think they're very well written. So you have Jake. I like that he's like a little bit of a diva. He's a little arrogant. He's like the rock in the way. Like he's <laughs> kind of living in his own world. You know what I mean? Like he's just yeah, like yeah. this super well-paid action star and he just does the same movie over and over again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> he's not being challenged in any way. And it's just like he's just living in this bubble of like, I'm good at this thing and I'm going to keep doing it. He's a little out of touch and he's quite self-absorbed. And then by the end of the movie, you find him sort of, you know, he's humbled. He's reconnected with his family. He becomes more in tune with himself and his priorities. He pushes himself creatively and he's also become selfless for his family and also for the play at the end. So I like that huge sort of shift in him by the end of of. Um, how Cassie has helped him grow. And then Cassie regains her confidence and it sort of re the whole experience reaffirms her ambitions as a director and like why she loves directing so much. So I like that these two characters um, start off one way and then together. (laughs) Yeah. They, they bring out the best in each other. So I like that about it. Like I said, Chris Palaha, I love that he really went for it with Scrooge. And it was like, it was definitely like a theater type of Scrooge, obviously, like he's going for this sort of larger than life character. But when the scene called for it, for him to actually act, he really did, you know, go for it. And and I thought he did really good. And by the end, when they did that performance, I was like, can I get a ticket? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I would love to see this show because it looked good. It was so, it was just really, it was really sweet in that way. And I just thought it was so heartwarming and, and sincere and, and the romance was so nice. So I don't know. I was, I was, I liked the characters. I liked the plot. I liked, it was a, I think it was definitely a, a quiet one too. Another quiet romance. But I really liked it. So yeah. me and you were just on opposite <laughs> spectrums today. <laughs> no, I, I I agree. Like, uh, especially like the, I don't know, like the makeup department on that Scrooge scene. Uh-huh. That was great. Like, uh, they made him actually look like an old man. And yeah, it, it had uh, a lot of heart. But also for, for me, it was just like standard Hallmark movie. I know, but the thing is, it's like it's Chris Palaha and Brooke Diorsey who make any movie good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So their romance and their chemistry carried through the movie. So mm-hmm. I think it would have been really hard for me to dislike this movie anyway. Yeah. I think they really made it. So yeah, they made I just it. Like them, they made it for you. It's it's like uh, they yeah. gave you the tropes. They gave you the and I just think we're so lucky to have Chris Palaha. Like he's just such yeah. a good actor, and he and he's just like you know. I think he's someone who's just always willing to do something different, and he doesn't have any no pretensions about <laughs> about the type of work that he does or the type of role that he has. Like he's just gonna you know. He's going to give it all, give it his all, no matter what the role calls for. And so, I don't know. I really like that about him. And I, and I hope he continues to make Hallmark movies. It doesn't grow and disappear and become us mega Hollywood. I mean, I should probably be hoping that he has major success, but I want him to stay in Hallmark. 
But I also feel like he's one of those actors, like, for example, Treat Williams, even in, in Hallmark, where they, mm -hmm. they had big roles, like, uh, well, Chris, I mostly know him from the CW. But, yeah, yeah. But uh, he had a role in Wonder Woman last year, mm -hmm. and and I feel like they appreciate those roots of being like on small roles before that. That he doesn't see a uh, hallmark as oh yeah that channel where people go and watch their Christmas movies with like the same plot blah blah blah, and and I feel like uh, he sees that he sees them as projects as real mm -hmm. projects and a way to make people happy and things like that and i feel yeah, like that's he just, what i think he takes them for what they are it's like you know what i mean yeah. like he doesn't have to be about like i'm making fine art like it's fine yeah. to just make a cute movie and also he he wouldn't pull the old-fashioned uh oh, i want to get on a big project to learn <laughs> I, wonder what we're, i wonder who we're talking about <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. But anyway, yeah. If you know, you know. But yeah, he yeah. he's very humble. And I remember watching a couple of interviews he had with uh, Deck the Hallmark, and you could see that he was really invested in this project from yeah. the very beginning. Uh, he thought that uh, or thinks uh, that this project was great, and that's why he signed to it. And I agree, yeah. Chris. Yeah. Don't listen to Jules. She doesn't know <laughs> what she's talking about. Was there anything else that you liked about this movie, or do you don't really have anything else to add there? I liked Jake's bond with his assistant Ben. Yeah, mm -hmm. he was really sweet, and I felt oh, like he made her the made him as manager. It's yeah, so <laughs> that was very sweet. I thought that we really don't see much of. Uh, male friendships on Hallmark because usually mm -hmm. they're fighting for the, uh, right. the love it's of a rivalry. someone. Yeah, it's a rivalry or also uh, they're just background characters and I feel like Ben got enough screen time to be caught, like, like to be taken as a main character mm. in my opinion. And also uh, the uh, I didn't like the jokes in this movie. I felt like Uh, they didn't hit. They didn't make me laugh. But there was one that I really liked. That it was uh, when I think it was Cassie that told uh Jake like I have a confession to make. You're married and and oh, it, yeah? it was like <laughs> he's like so, no. <laughs> yeah. It was okay. so weird. <laughs> it was like the they actually nailed that joke and mm -hmm. I I I like that 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 part um and the fact that cassie was uh, a really nice person mm -hmm. i i like that okay mm -hmm. anything any other notes about this one mm, no not really you're like <laughs> it's pretty straightforward <laughs> yeah it's pretty straightforward <laughs> um uh, the one thing that i will just say about what didn't work is like Um, like I've said, I think a hundred times in this one episode, I, I let my emotion, I let my imagination run wild with what I think the movie's going to be based on the cover or the cast or um, the synopsis or whatever. And for me, I don't know why I thought a festival meant we were going to be in the festival mm -hmm. and that this was going to become, become like a Dickens 
setting. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, we were going to be in a Dickens setting, and there was going to be all these character actors, like a Renaissance fair or something. Like, I was thinking of something so out there. (laughs) Yeah. And then, like, and the play was part of it, but we'd see more more of that kind of thing. We had, like, just one scene where we saw the actors dressed up in, like, uh, era uh mm-hmm. costumes and they were playing games but we didn't see much of that throughout right. the film so, so that's the sort of thing that i was like envisioning in my head so that's mm-hmm. obviously not what this movie is it also reminded me of what i imagined salem massachusetts to be like which was like i was like when i get to salem it's gonna be halloween town <laughs> yeah. it's literally gonna be halloween town and it's just a it's just a regular new england town with some boutique uh-huh. like witchcraft stores uh-huh. but it's basically just a regular town <laughs> with some like historical spots here yeah there. yeah and then like quite a bit of like wiccan stores that are like very expensive like it's it's and then and then during halloween it's like a bunch of like screen printed t-shirts that are, <laughs> you could make in your house but they're sold for like 30 dollars and then a bunch of people in halloween costumes just taking doing pictures. halloween like things <laughs> yeah it's not it's not the experience you think it is so <laughs> i think that's also been like that's i'm like env- envisioning like this experience that we were gonna get through dickens the town that we didn't get and yeah, I just thought it'd be a little bit more wacky, especially because, like the preview of Chris Palaha like hanging off a car with a green screen. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah, yeah. you're setting this tone of it being like that, and then it wasn't. So I I just think this was like a, a elevated Hallmark movie. I think it was better than the average Hallmark movie in my opinion. And they think, but they just didn't go too out of the box with it, which is what I thought they would do. So, um, for me. My rewatchability out of five is 4.5. I really like this movie. It's probably going to be in my top 10, to be honest. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Jules, what is your rewatchability for, for this one out of five? My rewatchability is 2.0. 2.0. You didn't have to put the point zero. You could have just said two. <laughs> but you're really like, it's not above a two. Yeah. <laughs> Two. Two. Just two. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, you know, I respect your opinion and I appreciate your opinion. (laughs) And we're going to have a difference of opinion on this podcast and that's okay. (laughs) (sighs) All right. Well, that was a Dickens of a Holiday and that was our two movies for the episode. Jules, any additional thoughts about the holiday season now that we've watched a few more um, movies? Since our last um, podcast. That I absolutely love what they did with the sister swap movies. They were one of the best <laughs> we, we've mm-hmm. seen in Hallmark. And I feel like uh, I want to see more of that. Like maybe movies that take place in the same universe. Like I always uh-huh. wanted that for like maybe an extended Hallmark universe, but mm-hmm. <laughs> but I really loved the, the Sister Swap movies and what they did with them and how they played with the the sister uh, bond and the chemistry, and I really, really loved those two. Yeah, <laughs> those movies were really good, and the, and the back-to-back week mm-hmm. sort of premieres was a good idea, too, and I really liked, like, just waiting another Sunday to see the second half. It was like watching a miniseries, you know? Yeah, it's it like, was. I'll just release a new episode. 
Um, I do remember one year they did the bridge. Do you remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah. And yeah. it was like a year apart. I was like, who <laughs> is going to remember what they watched a year? And I never watched the second part. I never knew how that ended. No. <laughs> was, right. And they don't they don't replay it either ever. It's like it disappeared into the night. Like it's gone. It just happened. It's a thing that happened, but nobody remembers. Yeah, so strange. So I like yeah, I really enjoyed it. And they were both like individually really good movies. They did a they great job were, with that. They did a yeah. really good job with that. They did. We did watch maybe um, one of the worst movies this season, this weekend, oh, too. God. And it was a royal movie. <laughs> I, I love royal movies, but this I do this not. Was, and this, li- no. this was not the exception to the rule. It was the rule, which is that it was not enjoyable for It me. was it, it we were just like begging for the movie to be over. <laughs> like it's not ending. <laughs> anyway, so that was also um an experience. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're almost done with our movies for Yay. um live tweeting anyway, and we'll be we'll have a few more episodes um after the holidays, basically after New Year. So um be on the lookout for that. Next week we are going to be covering holiday in Santa Fe and a Christmas proposal. Um, so yeah, check us out next week. And in the meantime, share and subscribe and leave us a review on Apple podcasts. If you'd like, we'd love give you for it. Stars, please. All we'll the stars. You, maybe we'll give you a shout out. Also tweet at us. Uh, we've gotten, uh, a couple of new listeners and we're so thankful when you tweet back at us or when we're live, live tweeting like just having this conversation with other fans who love these movies it, let it us makes... know if you are pro dickens of a holiday <laughs> yeah. or anti dickens of a holiday we i need someone yeah. on my team right now i feel shocked <laughs> and also please don't say your don't send your hate mail at me i'm just uh, a normal human <laughs> like uh if you want to maybe send it to this to like if you want me to to stay silent send me maybe i'll send you the link to my paypal and you can buy my silence <laughs> you're always like you can pay me for my silence every podcast yeah. <laughs> you're like if you don't like it pay me yeah <laughs> all right well yeah, we are. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We'll be live tweeting a couple more movies before the season's up. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye.